0: Listening to Own Your Creativity with Story Coach Elizabeth Johnston. That's me. And this is part of a series of 14 episodes. From October 14 to 28, I'm going live every day to celebrate my birthday by sharing my thoughts about what is important for the entrepreneurial journey, as well as the importance of nurturing your creativity and reaffirming your spiritual or soul purpose on that journey. Johnston here, story coach for visionary entrepreneurs. And today I'm going to talk to you about something that I've been sort of struggling with uh, over the last few months. And, uh, you know, and it's about AI and chat GPT. So as a writer and a professor, I have struggled struggled with this concept of AI, uh, you know, as a an instructor, university instructor, it's very tempting for students to use it and plagiarize their, their work. And that's a concern. And, you know, as a story coach, I'm also concerned about that. And just as a, a writer in my own right, as well. I mean, I love searching for the right word i i love taking the time to you know wrestle with the words and put them in the right order to express what i really mean or get as close as possible to what i really mean and you just don't get that you don't get that process when you're when you're using ai and, you know, I know that other people's agendas, you know, make the adoption of AI pretty much inevitable. So it's not like I'm going to come on here and rant about, like, let's not, you know, have AI. Let's not have chat GPT, um, you know, because we have it because there are people who know that they're going to make money out of it. <laughs> and then that's, you know, um That's what drives a lot of of businesses, especially those people who are at, you know, the top of the the food chain there. But even though it may be inevitable, I think that we can still be conscious about how we're using it. And not just in the sense of like, yeah, I know how to use it so that I can write my emails or, or whatever. I mean, you know, really, what are the, pros and the cons? What are the long-term effects going to be? Um, What are, you know, the limitations of it? And one of my love, much loved professors during my bachelor's degree said that we have to be careful what we let into our brain because we don't know the long-range effect of it. And that statement has stayed with me for decades. I can still hear him saying it. And this professor, this mentor of mine, passed away before chat GPT became a thing. And yet I have no doubt that he would have said the same thing now, um, faced with this new incarnation. But before I go any further, let me say that for some things, you know, AI can be useful. So I'm not full out against it. It's good for maybe brainstorming and quickly seeing some other options that you may not have thought of, but then you still need to tweak it to make it your own. However, by the time that you wade through all the options, decide which to develop further, it can be just as time consuming as if you had done it on your own from the first place. And, and I speaking from experience here, I've dabbled with it. I've, you know, tried different things and, and really it gives you so many options. I mean, if you say, give me five options, give me 10 options, give me 20 options. And yeah, great. It gives you all these different variations, but now you have to slog through all of them and pick and choose and copy and paste and rearrange and, you know, but just do it on your own. Why not? (laughs) But that's just me. Now, I know there are proponents out there that show you how to do things lickety split and presto, you're done. But what I'm talking about is the cost to you personally of outsourcing your creativity. Creativity is the fuel for everything you create and do in life. It's actually a muscle that gets toned the more you use it. And if you don't use it, it withers away from neglect, and this is a tragedy if you let it happen to you, because cultivating your creativity is aligning with your soul purpose. That's one of the greatest things about connecting to your creativity is that it's like this this moral compass that that always helps you get back to your source, to your soul, to your vision and your purpose. So if you're letting AI polish your words for your personal posts that you use to grow your no like and trust factor, you are doing yourself and those who like your post and then later maybe engage with it and you, you're doing a grave disservice to yourself and to them. If the posts you're putting out there are all of a sudden sounding like Yeats or some other literary giant, you're being inauthentic, plain and simple. You're putting on a false mask that is misleading. And when people are attracted into your world because of your eloquent posts, And then they get into a Zoom room with you and the way you talk and express yourself is not the same. That trust factor just plummeted. And it's highly unlikely that you're going to be able to get it back. So what you are in effect doing when you rely to that extent on AI to make you sound really good (laughs) and much better than you actually are, you're teaching people not to trust your words and by extension, not to believe what you have to say because when you're sharing your stories about your origin story or why story, if you are putting things out with the help of AI that make you look like I say, better than you actually are, then people are going to question the veracity of that origin story of that why story. And then what that means is that you're actually making it harder for yourself to convert those potential clients because word gets (laughs) around, you know, and, um, and if you're putting out a false mask out there, you will be unmasked one way or another. And so that's one thing. And the other is that you are getting further and further and further from your authentic self when you're using AI in this way. Further from your soul's purpose, which thrives on authenticity and yes, the actual work of getting to that authenticity. You know, that story that you talk about when you didn't know what you know now and the journey that you took to get there, that takes work, that takes time. you It took you time to get to that stage in your life now. And, and it should take you some time to put it down on the page because what goes on inside of our heads is in a different language almost than what we do when we put it onto the page and rearrange it and, and shape it and put it into a structure. It's a different medium than the thoughts that are rattling around in our brain and it, it's a process you know, of refining and polishing what we initially put down to match as closely as possible to our lived experience of that. And whether it's a, you know, a big story uh, in terms of your origin story or why story or a small one in terms of expressing how beautiful the turning leaves are in the autumn, it doesn't matter whether it's a big one or a small one. If you are being inauthentic, if you are letting AI talk for you, you are getting further and further from who you really are. Earlier, I posted a quote by uh, Nick Cave on my personal feed and here on Facebook. And, and that was, quote, chat GPT is fast-tracking the commodification of the human spirit by mechanizing the imagination. And I put in my post, yes or no? I wanted to see if anybody would engage. And and actually, there was one person who engaged and emphatically said no, that that was uh, nonsense. Well, the person who said that, the quote uh, where that came from was Nick Cave, he is a musician with decades of experience in songwriting and performing. And I've actually had the pleasure of seeing him perform live twice when he came to Canada from across the pond. And uh, the first time was, I don't know, 15, 20 years ago, maybe. <laughs> it was quite a, quite a long time ago. Um, and he was performing with his full band uh, then and uh, and this time around, just actually a couple of days ago, at a sold out show here in Montreal, it was just him and the piano and his um, electric uh, bass player, kind of in the shadows, very subtly in the background. And so it was quite a different experience. It was you know almost uh, you know the same kinds of songs, but very very different. And uh, and during the pandemic, actually, you know, uh, performances were were shuttered and uh, Nick Cave started a weekly newsletter to stay in touch with his fans. And so every week he'll answer one or two of the, the letters or the notes that come in from from his fans. And it's just amazing. The way that he writes this man is so talented <laughs> um and and that quote that i mentioned was taken from his weekly newsletter the red hand files and each week nick answers like i said one or two of the letters and they're the most inspiring newsletters and responses that i that i've ever read and you know I, he's he's published books as well, um, so clearly he he knows how to write in various mediums. But I was blown away by the quality of his writing and the authenticity, and just cutting through the BS and just saying what he really thinks about things but not in a knee-jerk reaction, in a way that is considered and reflects his vast life experience. So I wanna read you a little bit more from from that newsletter. He says, ChatGPT is fast-tracking the commodification of the human spirit by mechanizing the imagination. It renders our participation in the act of creation as valueless and unnecessary. ChatGPT's intent, he goes on to say, is to eliminate the process of creation and its attendant challenges, viewing it as nothing more than a time-wasting inconvenience that stands in the way of the commodity, commodity itself. Why strive, it contends. Why bother with the artistic process and its accompanying trials? Why shouldn't we make it faster and easier? Nick Cave continues. When the God of the Bible looked upon what he had created, he did so with a sense of accomplishment and saw that it was good. It was good because it required something of his own self. And his struggle imbued creation with a moral imperative. And in short, that moral imperative is love. And the fact that the God of the Bible rested on the seventh day tells you something about what it means to be creative and what it means to be searching for what you really mean, you know, to spend that time creating Your origin story, your why story, your little anecdotes that you share in your posts or in your in your weekly newsletter. All of that, that takes time. And if it's a good creation, there was some effort on your part and you changed in the process. See, this is so important. People forget that, that you change yourself, you transform yourself, when you invest in yourself by creating these stories on your own. And you bypass that amazing process when you just say, oh, AI can do it for me. (laughs) And Nick Cave continues, he says, as humans, we so often feel helpless in our own smallness, yet still we find the resilience to do and make beautiful things. And this is where the meaning of life resides, says Nick Cave. Nature reminds us of this constantly. The world is often cast as a purely malignant place, but still the joy of creation exerts itself as the sun rises upon the struggle of the day, the great crested grebe dances upon the water you know this this i'm reading from nick cave's newsletter and it's just so beautifully written it just takes my breath away and he goes on to say it is our striving that becomes the very essence of meaning this impulse the creative dance that is now being so cynically undermined must be defended at all costs. And just as we would fight any existential evil, we should fight it tooth and nail for we are fighting for the very soul of the world, unquote. And that's from Nick Caves weekly newsletter. Um, and it's uh, the red If you're interested in reading more of what, um, Nick Cave has to say about a whole variety of topics. Now, you may think, well, Nick Cave is a musician and I'm just an entrepreneur. So really, what's the harm? You can't really equate an artist or a musician with an entrepreneur, right? Well, wrong, (laughs) it's wrong. Nick Cave and you are human beings. You've been put on this earth to create something amazing out of your unique gifts. Think about the words of Nick Cave when you really are pondering about how you're using AI and if you're using it in a way that is damaging to you or not. Another way that maybe you can think about this is think about your parents or maybe not your parents, but parents that you know of who give everything to their kids so that they don't have to experience any hardship at all, that they are sort of buffeting the world for them and they don't want them to feel any negative emotions they want everything to be sunshine and roses for their kids but how well are those kids being prepared for going out in the world they have no resilience they have no creative resources to draw upon there's no imagination or critical thinking skills to navigate the world on their own. And indeed, it's a rude awakening for many of them when they realize that the cotton wool that they've been wrapped up in is ripped away from them in the blinding light of the real world. When you embrace AI for things that only you can and should write about, it's like you're being that short-sighted parent that is doing more harm than good in the long run. You do yourself the same disservice when you outsource your creativity. You're robbing yourself of that resilience and ability to make beautiful things out of your own unique, sometimes tragic experiences and put it into your own unique way of using words. In the writing classes I've taught over the years, I've had the pleasure of having students whose first language isn't English, and they come up sometimes with the most beautiful turns of phrase. Yes, there was some struggle for them to get there, but the point is they did make that journey. They did get there on their own steam. And ChatGPT cannot do that for them. It cannot do it for you either. ChatGPT cannot replace you going inward to find your own way out of your experiences. You see, when you take the risk of spending time with your inner world and rearrange those experiences into a beginning, a middle and an end on the page, you build up your inner resources. You gain a clarity about who you are and who you want to serve and who you want to be and where you want to go next. Delving into you, using the resources that you have accumulated over your lifetime is being authentic and true. ChatGPT doesn't have access to all of your life's experiences. It doesn't see the world through your eyes. Only you can do that. Now, I understand the urge to do things faster so you hurry up and get clients. But taking shortcuts means you miss some wonderful sites along the way. Sites that have the potential to transform as well as confirm that you are indeed on the right track. You see, using stories in your business isn't simply a transactional act to get more clients. It helps you clarify your vision and keep you on track each time you delve into your personal life and shape a story for your people, shape a story out of the raw experiences that you've had. It's like you're waking up each and every day reaffirming who you want to be in your business. And it's a continual recommitment, and if need be, a course correction. But none of that really deep and important stuff happens when you are simply using story as a lead generation tactic and nothing more. And none of that deep and important stuff happens if you are only doing stuff for your business that, well, GTM, get the money. You... You have to make room in your life for things just for the sake of doing them, like reading a book or going for a walk, enjoying a sunset or going to a concert like I did. As I was in the audience watching Nick Cave and his solo tour, I was surprised. And I surprised myself um, when I realized that I had tears leaking out of my eyes during one of his songs. His lyrics and musical composition were so moving that the tears just came unbidden. There is something so authentic, so raw about Nick Cave's performances. And you can feel that he has done the inner work that has culminated in each moment of beauty that are his songs. That ability to dig deep and share what's inside These little pockets of love is what benefits him and benefits us and it benefits your audience. The next day I was talking with a friend and said, Nick Cave is the kind of artist we all need to be exposed to in the world. The kind of person that we all need to be exposed to in this world. Because he is an example of doing what you do authentically, admitting that there is struggle, but perseverance is what matters in the end. Nick Cave is an example of someone who has deep inner conviction about who he is and what he wants to dedicate his life to. Going to his concert was a reminder for me to stay the course for myself, to have the conviction and confidence in how I wanna show up in the world and how I wanna show up in my business. Now ask yourself, when you look back on your life, are you going to say, gee, I should have used AI way more. I should have let a machine come up with who I want to be seen as out there in the world. If you say, no, I'm not going to say that at the end of my life when I look back on everything and I don't want to say that then allow yourself the time to delve into what you really want to say. Put it out there and then take a rest. Then you get up the next day or the next week or whatever and do it again. Because there is nothing worth doing more in your life than becoming who you were meant to be. To paraphrase George Eliot. And if there's one thing that I'm really sure about (laughs) it's that you were not meant to be a, I, you are meant to be you and the best possible you. And you come to the best possible you by going through your difficult experiences and then going through the challenge of shaping that story to touch others and maybe even bring a tear to their eye as well. So if you do want to take that authentic road, but would like some guidance and help on that path from a real person, a real story coach, (laughs) I want to invite you to my online retreat, Tell Your Stories. This is happening in December, and I'm just going to share a little here about what it's all about with you. So here we go. We're going to bring it up for you. And oops. Present. There we go. Share a screen. Here we are. Tell Your Stories, my one-day transformational online retreat for entrepreneurs. And during this day, you're going to be able to unlock your creativity. You're going to get clarity on your why and your origin story. You're going to unearth stories to warm up your business relationships. And Reignite that passion that fuels your business. You know, so many people that I know that have wanted to become entrepreneurs, they start off with this passion, passionate vision about what they wanna do and why they wanna do it. But then they realize, oh, this is maybe a little bit more challenging than my nine to five job was, and that they work a lot of hours and they're working really hard to get those clients. And, They adopt all of these, you know, latest widgets and uh, systems and get lost in in funnels. And before you know it, they're moving further and further away from their initial vision. And so during this one day retreat, you're going to get reacquainted with your initial vision and you're going to have a course correction in your business. You're going to create that for yourself as I guide you to unearth these stories and put them in your own words and really connect with them. Because stories are like seeds and when you effectively use them in your business, you are going to attract your ideal clients. And, you know, when you are using your stories, you're turning the, you know, weeds in, in your past, into the wisdom that has created who you are today. That's what we do during this online retreat. And, you know, the fact of the matter is that stories are remembered 22 times more than facts and data and a list of your credentials, right? You're going to connect with people through your story, but only if it's an authentic story. And so... Uh, this is happening Friday, December 8 from 10 a.m to 4 p.m Eastern. And it is a full day. There's two options for you. There is the uh, just to attend the retreat is 197 or you can get the VIP package which is 297 and that include, includes the one day experience, 14 day access to the recordings from that. And uh, one group coaching call that's a follow up afterwards and also uh, a group writing workshop as well. So you're going to generate several stories during this one day with me and then you can go away and massage them and polish them. And then you can come back and and get some feedback on them. And I'll give you some other tips for you know how to polish them. And uh, and then you can use them in your story and feel proud, uh, use them in your business and feel proud that these are your authentic stories in your own words, because there is no one better to tell your story than you. And here are some testimonials from from people that have gone through this experience with me, this tell your stories experience And, uh, you know, Blanca, she realized that, you know, the details of her why, her why story, and of her ideal client, um, you know, she hadn't put that together that she, she had this resistance about who she wanted to serve. And in the one day with me, she was able to come to that realization of who she really wanted to serve. And then it made Crafting her story so much easier because she know she knew who her audience was, and uh, and Brenda she was amazing. You know she had such an experience, an epiphany about why she was doing what she was doing. You know, like Blanca knew what her why was, um, but there was a disconnect between that and and the avatar that she was trying to go for. Brenda didn't even have. Her why you know on her radar and in the process of working through this um, in the retreat it was this huge light bulb that went off and once she articulated her why it made her offer so much more attractive and so uh, you know there's other people here too that you can see on the page and uh, I'll leave you to come and visit the page and watch their videos and get a deeper sense of What the experience is like but it really is a self-discovery journey as Layla put it as well and Sandra says it's soul searching you know like if you're soul searching in terms of you know how to create that business that lights you up that you want to you want to attend this retreat so that is my invitation to you I would Love to hear from you if you're interested in joining us on December 8th for this online retreat. You can put in retreat in the comments below, and then I'll send you the details. So, thanks so much for tuning in, and uh, we are going to see more of each other because in two weeks' time it is my birthday, and it's a big birthday. And so I decided that I am going to show up every single day for 14 days. Some days it's gonna be a bit uh, difficult because I do have other uh, commitments that um, I'm gonna have to juggle things and I might not be doing these lives at the same time every day. I will do my very best to make them as consistent as possible. Uh, but uh, generally speaking, there could be some uh, jumping around in terms of time, but I'm going to do it every single day because there are so many things that I want to share with you. There are so many things that, you know, when I think about my, my mentor, professor and poet uh, at university, when I think about people like Nick Cave and, uh, you know, um, Carol Dweck, who, who wrote Mindset, and um, Shimmy Kang, who wrote uh, The Dolphin Parent. Like, there's so many books and so many artists that I've been exposed to that, for me, go to the heart of what we're doing here in creating our businesses. And, you know, it isn't just about widgets and funnels and and crms you know those are so important and i am actually going to talk about that uh, coming up in one of my lives about the different tools that i use to support my business but the thing that fuels it comes from art and creativity and our soul and and we've And we've strayed too far from that. And I want to talk more about that and how it connects to you as an entrepreneur. And that's what I'm going to be doing. So over the next um, two weeks leading up to my birthday on October 28th. um, And I hope that you can join me on this journey um, of two weeks. So thanks so much for uh, tuning in. If you're watching the replay uh, let me know, uh, say replay. And, uh, and if you want to know more about the online retreat, then post retreat in the comments and I'll get that information to you. If you're listening to this on my podcast, um, you can also uh, connect with me and find out more about my retreat because I'll put it into the, the show notes. Okay, so you can find the, the link to the retreat in my show notes. If you're listening to this on my podcast, and if you're uh, watching the replay in Facebook, then just post in retreat in the comments, and I will connect with you. Thanks so much for tuning in.